Welcome in, Dynasty fam. Got a good show for you today. Hope you enjoyed your Halloween. Got a Halloween special for you today. Did our trick-or-treating already earlier, and now we're going to do our Halloween special, guys. Pretty much going to be players that spooking are spooking us out. So it could be player that may be spooking us out or maybe some people that players at the community as a whole are a little bit worried on or down on. So those are going to be some players that we are touching on. And then we're going to give you guys a level, right? Spook meter level, one to 10. How spooked are we on those players? So again, thank you guys for tuning in. And I hope you guys enjoy the show. Let us know, guys, also in the comments uh, your thoughts on some of these players, or maybe if there's another player maybe that you think that you are spooked on right now. Definitely a lot. We've seen already half the season, so definitely a lot of players right now that people are pretty much already fading, already riding off, especially rookies and these uh, younger players. So let us know in the comments, and then we can give you our thoughts on some of those players as well. This is our 50th show, guys, 50th podcast. So had to do something different, so doing the Halloween special. So here we go, guys, going into our first player, going to be Ramondre Stevenson, guys. So pretty much this Ramondre, guys, right now, only four out of eight finishes, guys, four out of his eight finishes so far, guys, have been uh, outside of the top 30. Right? He only has one RB1 finish this season. He was the RB6 in week six versus the Raiders, guys. So one of the positive notes really has been the receiving game, right? He's 11th in receptions, and he's got 25 receptions. He's also sixth in targets for the RB position. So he's had a tough schedule so far, guys, early on. He faced the the, the Dallas, right, Cowboys, faced the Jets, also faced New Orleans. So the schedule, guys, one little glimmer of hope, guys, is the schedule does get lighter the next couple weeks. He's got Washington, then Indy, then they get a little bye. Then he's got the Giants and the Chargers. So Ramondre, depending on the price tag for Dynasty, guys, maybe a good little buy low for these next few weeks. But definitely right now the spook level is at seven. I'm concerned with the offense as a whole. The Patriots offense, guys, has not looked good. They're 26 in yards per game, total yards per game as an offense. Also around that same spot in total touchdowns. And the wide receiver core, guys, is just bad. They lost their, their best wide receiver pretty much. This season has been Kendrick Bourne. He's out for the season. I think it was a torn ACL. Then they have Devontae Parker dealing with some concussion issues. Right now, DeMario Douglas, the rookie, has been their their best player, right? Their best wide receiver so far outside of, of Bourne. And then you have also Juju is back, but Juju has been a disappointment as well this year, guys. So, And right now, the QB position is also shaky, guys. They've had some movement there at the QB position, they're having some difficulty moving the ball. And you've had some uh, Mac Jones issues as well as uh, they brought in Bailey Zappi right a couple times. So it's just been kind of weird. They brought in, even signed a Malik Cunningham. So it just doesn't seem settled there at the QB position so far. And now with that wide receiver core just decimated, it's just going to be tough for that offense as a whole. right? So definitely been disappointed for Stevenson. But maybe the buy low if the price is right, if it's can get it for a good little discount, maybe they'll rely on the run game these next couple of weeks with the wide receiver core that they have. Maybe he can even increase his targets. Right, Kendrick Bourne was pretty much their target target leader for a while, so maybe he can increase his targets right now. And so maybe you can hope for some of the upside in the passing game. 
But right now, spook level is level seven for Ramondre Stevenson. So now heading into the next player, guys, a popular topic right now, Quentin Johnson. And I liked Quentin Johnson, guys, coming in. I'm not going to lie. So this may be biased. Maybe the spook level should be higher. But I'm giving the rookie a little bit of – I mean, I give the rookies a little bit more time, guys. I'm not really – maybe at the running back position, I might be a little quicker to judge if they come in and they got the workload and they just didn't produce, right? So the running back position might be a little bit different. But the wide – because there's only one person there, right? You're the only one there getting the ball. Wide receiver position, there's a lot of mouths to feed, right, on the field. So I'm giving him a little bit of a pass so far, guys. Spook level of three for Quentin Johnson right now. When he came in, we knew he was a little bit more raw of a prospect. Definitely had a lot of talent, guys. I liked him when I was drafting Quinn Johnson, guys. Really, it was for the thought in mind for year two, right? But pretty much the, just has that natural ability, natural talent, guys. And right now, we know that coming in, he had some trouble with some of those nuances of the wide receiver position. But definitely, guys, a lot of potential. I think he still has a high ceiling. But really, he was thrust into the spotlight earlier than we anticipated. And it was not as it's not as much as people were thinking, guys. So people are already writing him off. But he didn't really play that much, even those first uh, game without Mike Williams. Right. So he's had a game or two without Mike Williams, but it wasn't even playing that many of the snaps yet, guys. And also getting no looks for not really any targets. We know targets are earned, guys, but he was hardly ever looked at. Right. Those first three passes are pretty much what's coming out. Herbert really not looking his way, guys. I've seen some of the game film, not all of them, but some of them just not really looking his way, guys. But this past week, guys, we saw a glimpse of hope. Six targets. He went five for 50. He finally got one target, guys, on the slant, and he was able to break some tackles, and it looked good. That's what he's good at, guys, that yak ability. And he can make plays, but they're pretty much just kind of having him outside the boundary. That's not really his game. He struggled, right, in college with some of those 50-50 balls, those jump balls, even though he has – you know, the 40 inch vertical and he has all the, the characteristics of the, the bigger guy to, to make those plays. He just hasn't really done it too much, but really what he's best at is just creating yards after the catch. They finally got him on a slant and he was able to showcase some of that. They've talked about two guys. Coaches have talked about getting him more involved. Right. And don't say I've heard people say, guys, Palmer was out of line. Palmer got shaken up right? twisted his ankle. He came back in, guys. Palmer actually played more snaps than him this game. He played, uh, QJ played 27 to 47, 41. That was routes run, sorry. He ran 27 routes out of 41. Palmer ran 33, guys. So Palmer was back in the lineup. He was doing this with Palmer in the lineup. Then right now he also even got a TD, Got not a TD, he got a jump ball, right? He got a red zone opportunity. Didn't come down with it. It looked kind of funky, guys. I don't even know how he tried to catch it with like his arm, like in his, it was weird guys, but he got it. He got a red zone target. So at least they're looking his way guys. I think a little bit more now. So the, again, guys, just a great situation there with, uh, with, with, uh, Herbert guys, Justin Herbert there in LA guys. So I think he's even a buy low. I might send some offers out guys. If people are worried about QJ, I've already heard a lot of people writing him off, but spook level right now is three for us for QJ. Next guy we're going to be going into, guys, is Jerry Judy. Jerry Judy, guys, spook level is going to be eight. Pretty much last year, guys, he had when he was injured, guys, but when he was on the field, I, he was good, guys. He did he he produced, but this year, again, some injury concerns. Right now, Sutton also, guys, has been out producing him. Sutton is the wide receiver, thirty four in points per game. Jerry Judy, guys, wide receiver, fifty four in points per game right now. 
So I think we just with Judy guys, you know, he came in. It was a debate with him and Lamb and who's who was the better receiver. And I think now I think that just kind of made everybody's expectations just a little bit too high for Jerry Judy. But I think if we temper our expectations, guys, with a lot of these players, but Judy guys especially, I think he's just we have to view him as really a, a low end wide receiver three right now. I think he's got definitely got the wide receiver two upside. But even this past week, guys, he had six targets. It was kind of a weird game. It was a snow game. He had six targets, guys. He caught a touchdown, and he still only had 13 fantasy points. So wide receiver 32 finish. So definitely, guys, for somebody that you're thinking is you know a high-end wide receiver two, maybe mid wide receiver two, definitely not what you want to see, especially after catching a touchdown, guys. So I was hoping to change the scenery for Jerry Judy. It didn't happen. They ran the ball so like a hundred times. With good, good for Javante. It's twenty-seven carries, I think, for Javante. But he still got Judy. Still got six. He still got six targets, guys. It was only two receptions. Got fifty yards out of it, so pretty good. But definitely, I'm lowering my expectations on Jerry Judy right now. Spook level is a level eight. So the next guy we're going to be talking about is going to be Cooper Cup. Pretty much spook level is four guys. I know he had two bad games statistically right for fantasy points and a lot of people are are worried right now about cooper cup and pukunuku i've seen them on the trade block and i've seen them in some trades and in a lot of posts right now but pretty much the stafford guys cooper cup was one of our fades also guys preseason. um but right now one of the concerns for us was stafford as well as cooper cup's own health dealing with the hamstring injury but stafford the results were negative on the thumb guys it was thought that maybe he was going to go on IR, but he avoids that so far. So probably going to be without Stafford for this next week, guys. But after that, they're going to have a bye also. So I, I think it's more than likely we're not going to see Stafford. And after that, he should be back right Matt, with Matt Stafford. And the targets have been there for Cup, guys. His first game back, he had 12 targets. Then he had nine. This past two weeks, he had seven. And then this past week, was a bad week, but he still got 10 targets, guys. So I think he bounces back. The targets are there. But after these two performances, right, he might have another down week this week without Stafford. Looking like it's going to be Brett Ripien maybe. But after the bye, they're going to have Seattle, then Arizona. So I think we ha- could have a little buy low window maybe after maybe now or even after this week if he has another down game, maybe a good little buy low window for Cooper Cup as well as maybe even Puka Nakua. So people are already already reacting to Puka as well. So heading into our next player, guys, Christian Watson. And guys, I will say Christian Watson was our top, pretty much one of our top buys. I think he was our top buy, our number one buy in the offseason. And right now, so maybe the spook level is a little bit biased. I have spook level of six. But right now, He's been good, guys, when he's been on the field, right? Again, I think the injuries are a big concern with Watson since pretty much since rookie camp, been dealing with injuries, the knee and the hamstring issues. And he's missed. If he misses some more time, guys, I'm just going to, I'm probably going to be, if he misses some more time, I'm just going to lump him in as a Will Fuller with worse QB play. So definitely, I may be off Christian Watson guys if he misses some more time he already came back and he got like he missed some snaps because he re-aggravated something potentially but then he came back but right now this past week he did get eight targets so that was good to see right his snap share has been increasing little by little but he gets eight targets 
but the only, the bad part, guys, only eight fantasy points, right? So Jaden Reed so far has been more efficient, as well as Dobbs has really been getting the not been more efficient, been getting those touchdowns so far right now. So Watson did get a red zone target this past week, didn't connect on it, but we'll see, guys. Uh, they've been, like I said, easing him back. So right, the first few games he wasn't even playing like half the snap, so he's barely getting back into it. So if he doesn't start trending up. Really soon for me, guys, spook level will definitely have to go up for me. Now, the next guy we have is going to be Tony Pollard. Spook level of seven, guys. Right now, he's the RB18 with 13.7 points per game. So definitely not bad, but it's disappointing for sure, guys. Right now, last season, he was the RB9, and that was splitting time, splitting reps with Ezekiel Elliott. and But he was highly efficient last season, guys. So right now... A lot of people had high hopes, including myself for Tony Pollard. People are getting him like early second round and thinking that that he could have RB1 overall potential, guys. He's not even an RB1, right? Not even in the top 12 RBs right now. He's RB18, pretty much a mid-RB2. So definitely concerning and disappointing for Pollard. Last year, guys, he was way more efficient. He was He's 23rd this year in breakaway run rate so far. He was fourth last season. 27th last year also, or 27th this year in yards after contact per attempt. Last season, he was fourth. 38th this year in elusive rating, and he was 15th last season. The yards per route run has still been consistent. 11th last year, or 11th this year, or 11th last year, sorry, 12th this year. So still on par. And he's 11th in targets this season at the RB position. So that's good, right? Ninth in receptions. But I think what this guy... For him to turn around, guys, he has to start finding the end zone, really. Only two rushing touchdowns, and that was in week one. Week one against the Giants, he had two rushing touchdowns. Has not had a touchdown since on the ground or through the air. He had 12 last season, so he's pretty much 10 under from last season, right? He only had two so far. So we have eight weeks to go, right, roughly in fantasy, right? They have a bye week. Eight weeks to go for Tony Pollard. Hopefully we can start seeing him turn around, turn it around with some touchdowns as well, and maybe an uptick in the efficiency. But spook level is going to be seven right now. Defense has had four touchdowns already on pick sixes, or three on pick sixes, one on a fumble. So the defense just does score, guys. This past game, they dominated. They were dominating the Rams early on. So it was only one target for Pollard. So that could be concerning a little bit on some of those games where they're just blowing out teams. But this week they got Philly. So hopefully they'll be playing from behind, right? And or more of a game where they got to put up some points and you'll have Pollard in there getting some more receiving work. Then they have the Giants in Carolina. So keep an eye on Pollard, guys. Like I said, I'm not all the way out on him, right? There still is a little bit of hope possibly, but if he doesn't show anything in these next Next few games, I'm pretty much going to be uh, off of Pollard, guys, and we're pretty much going to be no hope that he's going to return RB1 value for our fantasy rosters. So next guy we got, Traylon Burks, guys. So health has just seemed to be the issue with Traylon Burks. Right now I have a spook level of seven. I still have a little bit of hope, guys. And one of the things, the good thing about Traylon, guys, is the price tag. He's pretty much dropped drastically in Dynasty rankings. But right now, he's been dealing with some knee issues for almost two seasons. He showed some good signs, but when he's on the field, right, he had 
four for 76 yards, right? Four receptions for 76 yards in week two. Then he earned six targets in week three, but then he got injured again. But spook level going to be seven right now. And the hope, guys, like I said, is the price. It's not very – he's pretty much going to acquire him for pretty cheap right now. Late seconds, I'm sure, would get him, I would assume. Maybe you can do like a player and uh, a third, something like that, a player you don't like and a third. But right now, one of the glimmer of hopes that I have is pretty much going to be Levis, guys. After seeing Will Levis this past week, what he was able to do, they've pretty much struggled right through the air. But Will Levis looked look pretty good this week. So if he's going to be tied to Will Levis and Will Levis can keep this up, Maybe there's some hope for Traylon after all. They did connect, guys. He only had two targets, right? Traylon only had two targets. But one of them, they did connect on a pretty deep ball, but it was caught out of bounds. So we'll see. I still have a little bit of optimism for Traylon, but I'm definitely not nearly as high, right? We were thinking the A. Well, we weren't thinking, but a lot of people were talking about the A.J. Brown replacement, and we saw the the swap of A.J. Brown, and we have high expectations like an A.J. Brown Definitely not going to be anywhere near that, guy. So if we temper our expectations, though, maybe we can have a decent wide receiver three uh, going forward, maybe in year three or so. So someone that's definitely dropping in the rankings for me as well. But I'm not completely all the way out, guys, I think. But he needs to stay healthy and string together some good performances these last uh, this last half of the fantasy season, or I will pretty much be pretty out on Traylon Burks for the next uh, fantasy season next one in a similar light guys we have jameson williams guys i have spook level of nine and i know he hasn't been on the field as much but he's just surrounded by by great pass catchers guys amon Ra, laporta now just emerging then you have jameer gibbs and he's been getting limited time on the field and he was just suspended, guys. It's not like he was coming off an injury, right? He was suspended. So he's not getting that much time on the field. So that's a little bit concerning, the snap share, as well as the targets. And and pretty much been around 40%, even less than that on the snap share. And then now they bring in DPJ, guys. Donovan Peoples-Jones in free agency was kind of weird, man. I know Josh Reynolds had a bad fumble this past week, so maybe it's for Josh Reynolds. But in essence, they basically do the same thing, Jamison Williams and DPJ. So it just seems a little bit shaky for me here, the JMO situation here. So I'm definitely spooked out. I'm going to say a level nine right now on Jamison Williams. But I think one of the good things, I guess, is that there are still some people that may be interested in Jamison Williams with the draft capital and then just the college profile that he had coming out of college. Maybe you could still get a second for him or maybe you can pair him with something and get another player that you like, a little tear up if you get Jameson in a second. But I'm definitely, guys, spooked on Jameson Williams, pretty much level nine. And the last player, guys, is going to be the man on the thumbnail. We got Justin Jefferson. Before we get into Justin Jefferson, guys, if you're liking the video and liking the content, be sure to give us a like and a subscribe. And also comment down below, guys, any some any ideas or thoughts on some of these players or maybe you have a question on another player you want to get our opinion on it. So last pair we got is going to be Justin Jefferson, guys. I got spook level of seven. This is definitely, I don't want to say this is spook level for Dynasty, but I think the main concern for me for Justin Jefferson is just going to be the health, guys. Not necessarily, right, the production. I think Justin Jefferson, even if it's Josh Dobbs, I mean, maybe the production takes a slight tick back, but I I don't think that he's going to be, uh, I'm not going to be moving him drastically down, right, 
because of production. I think he's still going to be a wide receiver one, right? Probably top six. I would still, I would still put him like top six. I think he's going to get the targets, right? Marquise Brown has done just fine with Josh Dobbs. And that's kind of what my hope is. I see, you know, Marquise Brown had a lot of, he was consistent getting 17, right? 16, 17 points a game, right? For a few weeks with Josh Dobbs. So I think Justin Jefferson will be fine no matter who's at QB. You have Kirk Cousins, guys, that's going to be out the season with the torn Achilles. And he was also on a one-year deal. So that might be concerning, right? Long-term for Justin Jefferson, right? Who's going to be that QB? They're still going after it. They're still competing, obviously bringing in Dobbs. They should have uh, Jaron Hall this week. But after that, if you have Dobbs coming in, they're four and four right now. They're second in the division. So they're definitely still competing. So the bad news is, guys, they probably will not have a high draft pick, it's looking like. And one of those top QBs from next year, you got Caleb Williams, Drake May, right? You're you're probably not going to get any of those guys. So that is a little bit concerning long term. Uh, well, I guess for the short, like the, the next two years for JJ, right? Who's going to be at that QB? Because it doesn't look like it's going to be Cousins, guys. Even if they did something with Cousins, he's going to be back like week nine at best next year. So it's a little bit concerning, but I'm more than likely, you know, right now, I think JJ still, he could return week week 10, but that's my main concern, guys. He could be out at least six weeks. So he might even be out to like week 12. And if you're fighting for the playoffs or anything like that, if you have Justin Jefferson on your team, you're pretty much a contender, right? You're a contender, you're competing. So, and he's your best wide receiver, right? There's nobody better than him. So it's a little bit concerning. So that's kind of why the spook level is seven for me. And then if they're just, he's got the contract situation. And if they're just decide to fold it and go for a QB, which I don't see them doing it, but I just think more so the spook level is him staying out six weeks because four would be coming in pretty soon. And I don't know, I, they might play it safe, especially if they're able to win a game, right, with with Josh Dobbs. So we'll see, guys, but I'm a little bit concerned as far as Justin Jefferson and the injury that he's dealing with. But that's all I have for you guys today. Thank you guys for tuning in. Hope you guys enjoyed the show. Be sure to like and subscribe, and be sure to check out some of our other videos. 